I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the news du jour. (laughs) I don't know about y'all, but I am just scraping into (laughs) this weekend, barely alive. Um, I'm so tired, but it has just been a very big week, a very long week full of lots of wins and exciting times. But that said, it's been a doozy, and I'd be lying if I said I wasn't dog tired. Anyway, we are going to hop into the news for today. We won't have quite as long of an episode as we've had the past couple days um, because there's just not as as much going on. Um, Just to remind you guys, Tuesday's episode went over all of Trump's different six legal battles that he has going on right now. So if you haven't listened to Tuesday's episode, I think it's a great like lay of the land for news that we're going to be seeing coming out gradually or in big spurts having to do with those six different legal battles. So I highly encourage you to listen to Tuesday's episode. Um, But without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into the news for today. So first up, we are discussing a pandemic fraud. This is so intense, you guys. So the Justice Department is now bringing charges against 48 different people, 48 different people for a $240 million pandemic aid fraud. The defendants are now being charged for taking money that was intended to help feed children during the pandemic and pocketing it instead. In Minnesota, defendants allegedly faked receipts for over 125 million meals for children, claiming that they were feeding 5,000 kids per day. This scheme pulled in millions of dollars per week. And maybe the worst part? According to the indictment, Someone on the inside who was supposed to be helping kids eat probably helped them to commit this fraud. A woman by the name of Amy Bach is was the founder of a nonprofit called Feeding Our Future. She was supposed to actually be a watchdog for this type of scam, but it seems that instead she may have helped create operations to fraudulently pull in money away from legitimate programs. They would pad invoices and funnel money into shell companies and more. The indictment claims that they bought real estate, cars, guns, cryptocurrency, and luxury goods during this time. 
They're being charged with wire fraud, bribery, and money laundering. I can't lie. This is some of the news that's like the most depressing to me is just like these people weren't down and out. They weren't just trying to scrape by and committing crimes. They were buying fancy shit and letting kids go hungry as a result. And that is just incredibly, incredibly screwed up. And I wish I had a redeeming note to leave this one on. I guess the redeeming note here is that they're being held accountable. Hopefully this court case will get to the bottom of what happened and hold them accountable if they actually did this. I guess that's the silver lining here, but what a story. And next up, protests have broken out all over Iran. To put it plainly, the women there are kind of over it. There is literally something called the morality police who go around in Iran and get people in trouble for defying religious protocol. That protocol outlines that women are to cover their hair. And well, one woman, 22-year-old Masa Amani, defied them. She was arrested and she died in police custody. The family was told that Masa felt ill once she was arrested and died of some mysterious illness and or a heart attack, but they weren't buying it. They knew that their daughter had no prior heart issues and she was a healthy 22-year-old woman dying of a heart attack. Her death has outraged a nation that was already struggling with the push and pull of modern times and religious dogma. Women are subjected to many more restrictions, so they are particularly, as we said, over it. They're taking to the streets and stripping off their hijabs, chanting heated words like, quote, I will kill the one who killed my sister, end quote. And we are the children of war. Come fight and we'll fight back. End quote. Protesters are burning cars and religious items all over the country. 40 different cities in Iran are now seeing these protests. Police and military have actually cut off the internet in the country, used tear gas on crowds, arrested people, beaten people, and actually have killed seven different protesters, which if you include Masa Amani's death in that, eight different people have died now over hair, <laughs> letting your hair be out. That's the reason for eight people's death, including some teenagers, which is probably the most heartbreaking. At least 450 people have also been injured. Additionally, those at the riots, like the correspondents who are reporting on this, are saying that there is this particularly feminist twinge to these demonstrations that had kind of been absent previously. Women there are really angry right now. And 
They're doing things such as cutting off their hair in protest and chanting things like, quote, women want freedom, end quote. The leader of Iran was actually attending the UN General Assembly, as we discussed yesterday, and basically tried to say that this is an internal issue in Iran and nobody else's business. Funny thing, though, human rights tend to be everyone's business. And this will be talked about whether or not the internet there is turned on. Please share info about these protests and I will keep you guys posted on their progress. Really quick though, I saw a headline and I didn't read the article yet so I don't want to go too deep into it but I saw that the leader of Iran was actually set to sit down with Christian Amanpour who is a reporter for CNN, a very famous one and she last minute refused to cover her hair and he refused the interview as a result. So things are getting heated internationally. And I thought that was a pretty crazy and incredible turn of events. So stay tuned. Let's keep our ear to the ground on this one and see if some change could happen. And last up for today, I just wanted to touch on inflation before we go. So Efforts to lower inflation are probably going to end up having ripple effects of their own. Like eating your peas and carrots when you're a kid, it's just something you have to do when inflation gets out of control. You have to hold your nose and raise interest rates. The Federal Reserve officials are the ones who set interest rates, and they have been hiking the rates every time they meet lately. And that will affect things like people's retirement savings and the housing market and employment. But the decision to raise these rates, again, really points at one major thing. The central bank is firmly set on lowering inflation. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, You have enemies? Good. It means you have stood for something at some point in your life. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. 
We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh...